I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham, the attorney. All right. So today we are talking about Extreme Sisters, season two, episode three. And my God, I'd really love the show. I do <laughs> I too. hate to admit it, I but I really, really love this show so much <laughs> just for the shock factor alone yes, you know yes. every, every episode there's at least two scenes that are just shocking you're like <laughs> oh my god almost is it the oh my god of like oh my god that sister did just that to another sister or just the the lack of boundaries all of the it. intrusiveness all of it yes all of it okay All right. So this episode, we get introduced to the triplets, the Capazzo, Capasso, Capasso, Capasso triplets from Staten Island, New York, Catherine, Hannah and Nadia. And they're all 26 and they live together and they spend every waking moment together. They're identical triplets, identical, which is very rare. Yeah. And they all got a tremendous amount of plastic surgery yeah. that is never alluded to. They have very overfilled lips. And huge boobs. Huge I mean, boobs. Like comic. It's comical. Yeah. How big these On their boobs frame. Are. And they're, they're tiny they're little tiny, things. And they have the long, probably extensions, you know, hair extensions. And they've all, they're, yeah, lots of lip fillers, lots of, you know, all of that. But they have a secret language. <laughs> Which is basically just like pig Latin. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I was like, God, that sounds like a lot like pig Latin, which I never did or learned or could when I was a kid. But so it's not really your secret language. It's a secret language. (laughs) Yeah, I could I could understand the gist of what they were saying. Yeah, because you hear words, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what pig Latin is. You take like the first two letters off of the front and put it on the back or something. I forget what it. I used to know what how to Mm -hmm. do it, but. Yeah, it's not rocket science. Um, And then, so we see them in this house and 
they're putting their laundry in a laundry basket and then it seems like they're walking next door yeah to their to their older sister, sister their older sister is 18 months older regina and regina's got the vibe of anyone who's a park and recs fan of like aubrey plaza april on parks and rec this kind of like oh, the triplets are here. You know, this real sort of deadpan, like, yeah. you know, like this life is, is so... This is my right. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she says that they, the sisters live in their own world. They're treated as one, which is maybe the problem, people. Because this family, I have a big gripe with this family. I'll get to it. But, um, uh, but yeah, they say that they get in trouble together and they succeed together. And, um, and Regina says that she growing up had to do all their chores Mm -hmm. because they just wouldn't do that do it yeah and it had to get done regina is the quintessential you know put upon yes older sister who but yet she continues to do it because they say they say oh will you do our laundry you know because we have to go somewhere and can we leave this here and will you do the laundry and maybe this is just for the cameras but regina's like Okay, I'll do it. Well, and okay, now we're getting into this. So (laughs) this is the issue that I had with this entire family, Mm -hmm. which is that obviously having triplets is insane. Like we knew triplets when we were little. Mm -hmm. Remember, I don't remember their name. Do you remember their names? I'm blanking on their names, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we knew three triplets. There was one of the three was slightly taller than the other. So I could always tell who she was, Mm -hmm. but the other two I couldn't. And so I can't, I mean, twins, having a baby is a lot. Twins is insane, but triplets is rough well and she had an 18 month old yes the mom had an 18 yeah month she old. said that where she yeah. had she said the mom donna said she had four kids under two at the same time and she was in her 20s yes so i mean i can under i can imagine that it's insane it's chaotic you're trying to get through the days but now everybody their big stance with the twins is you guys need to get apart you need to separate you need to have your own lives you need to become adults you need to do this you need to do that And, you know, they lived with their grandmother, who they call nanny. And the nanny's like, you got to get a life. Everyone's telling them the same things. But every but you know how they could change is if if you the family, if you Regina, Nana, Nanny, Donna, everybody set boundaries with them. Well, yeah, they're they're big enablers. No, they're enabling them. So it's a little bit of like if you I, I feel for you, Donna, when you were younger and life was chaotic and things were hard. And trust me, I have a kid. It's hard to set bound. Like, it's really hard. But these girls are 26. This is your this through line is the only thing you seem to talk to them about is growing up. It's like I got a crazy idea. Set boundaries with them. Set. Yeah. Say no. Regina, say no. Say pack up your laundry and get the out of my house i'm done with you guys i mean you know it's the same thing with the they all help them tremendously we see the scene later on where they're having sunday dinner and you know they're about to get up you know they're just swooping in for them and it's it's this weird combination of having zero faith Mm -hmm. being mad at them for not being better then having zero faith faith when they do try to do things and negating the things that they are doing that are adults and then and then enabling them with the other things too. It's a fucking mess. So yeah. anyway, I just I don't I don't really like these three girls that much. I don't think I would be friends with them, but I do feel like they're getting a bad rap because this isn't their fault. Yeah, I mean they should just be like, okay, because here's the thing. It's not like they are 100% the triplets are not 100% dependent on 
their family yeah. because turns out they make a very good living. Yes. They are gamers. And I don't know anything about this world, but apparently, you know, and because they're, you know, their persona and their looks, I'm sure they get a ton of business. Mm-hmm. People will pay them to play video games with them yes. live. They call it being on stream. Yeah. Well, my son watches a lot of this stuff and they might be like Twitch is a is a, a gaming streaming service that is just geared towards this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's treated like real sports. And these women, they make money like they, they make money. They get sponsorships that mm-hmm. they talked about. They have sponsorships that people sponsor them. I've also watched my son watch will watch people play video games and then people will just send in money. Like five dollars, ten dollars here, da da da, and then also they'll play for money, mm-hmm. and and they press, probably get the ad revenue. Right. There's so many different things. So that's why the entire time I'm like, why do you guys keep telling them use use need to get a job? You know, yeah. like, like yeah. well, they are. Are are they asking you for rent money for this exactly house? Like, what's were, the problem? I thought were they talking about? Um, yeah, was it nanny was talking about how they need to get a job or it's like um yeah. they have a job yeah they're making a shit ton of money they're probably making thousands and thousands yeah they, they're making dollars money. a month but i think the family thinks oh they're just making money because they're pretty and once you lose your looks what's yeah. gonna happen it's a little bit of like well hold well on let a them second. worry let, let them worry about that when it happens listen they've discovered fillers they can they can maintain <laughs> this youth for many many years so why why do you care but again they're they, they were treated as one unit their entire lives and now they're all saying well you guys need to separate it's like well i got a crazy idea when they were little maybe you shouldn't have all treated them like one unit Maybe you should have treated them with three different distinct personalities and yeah. forced them to, you know, do things apart. Right. Like you can't be mad at them now. Well, and they're also adults. Yes. If, if they want to be together and they want to do gaming, just let them do yeah, it and just, just don't say, do their laundry. And just say, I'm not going to do your laundry. I'll be over for Sunday dinner and whatever dinner they provide, just eat it and be happy. Yeah. And, yeah. They're upset because the dinner, they, the, you know, they didn't do the dinner right. And uh, yeah. they just, I feel like they can't win. I they kinda, can't. You know, honestly, I wanted to hate these girls, yeah. but I was kind of like, you know, I think they're, you know, good for them. They're yeah. doing their thing. They're not doing anything wrong. It's the family that yes. has the problem. Yes. Not these three. And that's what I, I, yeah, exactly the same. I really just sort of felt the entire, like, even though I, I don't, again, like I said, I don't know if I'd be friends with them. And also I'm many years older. Well, than yeah. Them. I mean, but I, I, I also just felt like they got set up. There was like a big setup a yeah. little bit of, well, all of this has enabled them to get to where they are today. They seem to be doing a hell of a lot better than you're giving them credit for. And, but that's not even enough. Well, and even the mom said the reason why they love video games and she, she took responsibility for this. She said, cause apparently their father has some kind of disease where he's, yeah, it was- bedridden and so the only thing that they could really do with him would was play video games Mm -hmm. from bed and the mom used to buy she described how she they had these stacks of video games and and so she started all this and they actually turned it into a way to make a living and she's she's mad about that yeah and you know how many people are out there listen donna mom you know how many people are out there on the internet desperate to be probably where these girls are yeah desperate like there are so many people trying to start a YouTube channels and trying to start this and that. It's like the fact that they're making money and if people are just tuning in because they're pretty fine, but they're staying, mm-hmm. you know, they're staying because of that. Yeah, I thought that was odd. And then they said that the triplets moved in with Nanny, the grandmother at 15, but we never learned why. Yeah, that's a good question. 
Because obviously Donna and the dad, they separated. Because she has, and she has another child. Yeah. She has a, they, so have a young, they have a younger brother. Who I think is a half brother. Uh, yeah, half sibling. And then she came to dinner with, was it a boyfriend or a husband? I think that's the husband. I think who, that's the stepdad. Well, who looks like he is, doesn't really look like he's the father of that son. I don't know. I have a oh. feeling the mom had... She obviously had a lot of different relationships. She had mm-hmm. a lot of kids. She was very overwhelmed. I think she was just overwhelmed. Yeah. And so, yeah, they lived with Nanny for 10 years or something. Yeah. Well, and we do learn that they are not all the same. Nadia makes a mess. Poor Nadia. I feel for you. Catherine likes to sleep a lot. And Hannah likes to organize and be the boss. I'm like, really? These are their personalities? Like, there's not much more than... I can understand Hannah's the the organ, you know, Hannah sort of takes on the role as the big sister, but like sleeps a lot and makes a mess. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're known for. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're just, and they're just on them. So are they all vegan? I guess that Donna wants them to open a vegan restaurant. This was the best. Vegan Italian restaurant. Okay, this was the best. I'm like, this mom is like, they have this established gaming business with, that's supporting them. But, but the mom wants them to quit all of that for a restaurant, a restaurant yeah. in, a, in, you know, in a post-COVID world. No, really? I, th- I think that this is the mom's dream. And she's like, my daughters have a bunch of money. I think she wants the daughter's money. Ooh, really? To Yeah. Okay. To invest in this restaurant. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's very odd. Yeah. yeah the why, mom wants the restaurant. Yes. The mom wants the restaurant. It's her idea. Yeah. She's the one who's pushing it. They don't want it. Yeah. They don't. But what I love, so, so, and, and it is, and I see this a lot too with my clients, like it's, it's a classic generational difference between the mom and the kids and the grandma and the kids where this job being a gamer did not exist 10 20 years ago right. it didn't didn't exist so it seems very weird yeah and it seems so odd to them that you know well, oh my god how do how do you do that and then so the mom is really pushing them to open a business that has what's the percentage of a, oh, of a, a restaurant surviving is probably 90 percent failure yes. rate or something so oh this is real smart i'm like when yeah. the mom was talking about this vegan restaurant you're just like oh shut up this is so this is the dumbest idea no she wants their money uh-huh. They have a lot of money. Yeah. They were they talking do. about one thing where they got paid $3,000. Am I imagining this? Yeah. They said they paid $3,000 for one sponsorship. Yeah, these people. No, I'm telling you, because Max watches my son. Max watches all of these people with the subscribers, like millions of su- subscribers. You know, this guy just like these kids, they're 20 some odd years old. And, and it's so funny, too, because it is everybody that's young wants to become one of these people mm-hmm. right because it is fun it's a fun way to make money mm-hmm. you know it's a fun way to make a living and you can make a lot of money and they're just they don't you know they can't they don't get it they can't support it yeah um i don't know it's just and then i i start writing about my tirade like <laughs> i was just like this is what i wrote this whole family is upset these three haven't grown up but no one sets boundaries with them and says no you know, accepted, accepted fact should have done it younger because couldn't. Oh, OK. They, yeah. They sort of we, just accepted it as fa- I know. I'm just mad. Yeah. Um, They don't think streaming. Are, yeah. They're, OK. And that's so, it. That's about it. All right. For that. For these gals. All right. Now we're on to Anna and Lucy. <sighs> yeah, they still have the dolls. 
They still have those Ben comes in with a double stroller. (laughs) Did you see that? Yes. He got a double stroller for the the dolls. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, this is, Uh. this is Toothgate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is Toothgate. Toothgate. Well, you know what? Okay. This is the other thing. The mom was like, I'm so happy to see the girls because they seem so calm. They seem so calm. And the girls are just sitting there going, and they're petting the dolls. <laughs> they're petting, 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 petting. They're like, they, the mom is like, they're so calm. I'm like, yeah, we're we're so calm. Like <laughs> petting the dog. I was just like, then maybe they should get cats. Right? I, I really do. I I, I so, oh, I the, so, so. They couldn't handle so, an animal. No. Because the animal's too uncontrollable <laughs> and unpredictable they cannot be the same that the, yes. ruin the sameness maybe actually these dolls, these dolls actually are perfect yeah they for are them. actually because it is something that they can absolutely control yeah you're right so i don't know maybe mom has found the brilliant answer <laughs> <laughs> I thought mom was a nut with this, but maybe I, she, maybe I think she's on to something. So right. Anna, uh, she's the one with the infected tooth and it's just hurting her so terribly. She oh, can't, I take, can't imagine, can't take it anymore. They go back to the same dentist who they went to last time who refused to, you know, pull the <laughs> Lucy's healthy tooth. And Anna has an anxiety attack yes. just being there because she knows that it has to come out. But um, she she says she just doesn't know what they're going to do because their teeth have to be the same. Yeah, the same. The same. And so she freaks out and then Lucy kind of talks her down and they go back in and then Lucy starts to freak <laughs> out. And, you know, they're, they're saying to the dentist, you know, are you sure you can't just take her tooth out too and he's like no and he's like and it's like i guess it's it's like a wisdom tooth maybe it's no i think i think that the tooth or maybe this was the scenes for next week where um it's possible that lucy could get a wisdom tooth taken out oh as a a substitute as a substitute like that would be something because again it's not so much the dent i mean obviously the dentist is trying to be ethical but it's also kind of like, no, by law, I cannot on camera, you know, take out a healthy tooth. So I think it's maybe she never got her wisdom teeth taken right. out. So they felt like, oh, OK, that's acceptable. Yeah. And he was saying that he's like, but I don't really want to do that because if you cut a nerve, you know, your face can be paralyzed. Yeah. And-, and I had that when I got my wisdom teeth taken out my whole oh, half really? of my face, like for years, like this section of my face was numb. Really? Yeah. For years? For years. It finally kind of came back, but you kind of just get used to it. And it's not that big of a deal. I mean, as things go, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't affect a lot, but yeah, it was like a long time. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But yeah, but even with wisdom teeth, unless they're causing a problem, they'll leave them in there. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of had to fight with Layla's dentist about taking them out because, you know, they were trying to say that they were fine. And she was like, no, they're not. It's not mm-hmm. fine. You know, I'm in pain and kind of had to argue with him about yeah. it. So anyway, um, finally got him out. Yes. <laughs> got them all out. But, but these two are melting. They're melting. Down. They're I mean, melting this is their down. worst yeah. nightmare. They're being faced with something for the first time that they cannot control. And they are freaking yeah. out. So that was really all, all that happened with mm. them. All right, Jessica and Christina, and this I thought was the grossest 
of everything I witnessed. These two. Yeah. So Christina, um, we found out from last week that there was an ultrasound. Jessica desperately wanted to go. Um, John, the husband, put his foot down. Um, uh, so it was just Christina who went to the ultrasound. Uh, Jessica says that she's still hurt, but she's trying to be respectful, which I'm kind of... Mm, I don't know what that. So now, of course, what happens? Jessica wants a baby. Yeah, because they've always been pregnant at the same time. Yes. And so we learned that, I guess. And at first I was like, what's the math of that? If one has two kids and another one has one. But yeah, I guess they were pregnant together the first time. And then Jessica lost the baby. And then they got pregnant again the second time. And their two and their kids are Christina's younger one and and Jessica's only one are only three months apart. Yeah, well, and she better hurry because isn't Christina like six months pregnant? Yeah, I mean, you guys aren't going to be pregnant at the same time. And then I didn't write this down, but Jessica offers to give Christina a foot rub and starts to rub her feet. And then Christina says, oh, yeah, I have this hangnail here. And And Jessica's like, oh, I'll get some clippers and she said, oh, I don't really have toenail clippers because I just get everything done when I get pedicures. So Jessica then proceeds to, with her mouth, bite down and get rid of the hangnail. Yeah, she bit the hangnail off of her Christina's toe and then spit it out onto the floor. And I'm not even, I'm telling you people, I am not a germaphobe. I am not, I am messy Tessie. And hands to God, hand to God. I was like, that's gross. I'm it grossed was, out by this. And you this know what? Disgusting. Neither one of them were even phased. No, Christina no. was unfazed. When Jessica took Christina's toe and put it in her mouth <laughs> and started to chew off that hangnail, she said she was like, oh, great. You know, yeah. like she was not phased because this they've done this before or they've done some version oh of this God. before. <laughs> I'm feeling nauseous. <laughs> I mean, but this is this, you know, yeah, Jessica. I mean, Jessica seems to be the one when you watch the show and the storyline to be the one that's like so desperate to hang on to Christina. But it's like Christina's just as bad. She's just as bad. She's just not as vocal about yeah. it. Jessica is much more there. vocal. Yeah. And Jessica. So she Ugh. Jessica has this Jessica. boyfriend, Josh, who's boyfriend of three months. Yes. And so she's going to approach him and say, look, I need to get pregnant. Like <laughs> stats because I have to be pregnant at the same time. I mean, God, this is the, the they're, yeah, they're nice. morphing into Anna and yes. Lucy. Yes. The same, same time. time. I mean, geez. And um, Christina's like, you've been dating him for just a couple months. Is he really going to go for that? And then um, Jessica's for sure. He's going to be great. He's going to love it. And then we see scenes <laughs> from next week where, and I was kind of bummed because I was kind of hoping Jessica and her ex-husband would get back together. Cause we saw them like hook up, sleep together in the last episode. So I kind of thought like maybe you mean last be- season, last season. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, sorry i she's with josh now but um so i was hoping the two of them would get together and i guess that's not happening but we see from the scenes next week she tries to tell him about her ex-husband and he's like are you insane i mean he says he is like the voice of everyone in the audience like this is sick (laughs) you know you've got to stop doing this you just want to be pregnant because you're going to bring a child into this world just because you want to be just because you want to be pregnant at the same time and you're going to ask this guy that you don't even know (sighs) And you know what? Again, 
Three months is not long enough to know someone. It's not long enough to move in Commit with them. Commit to a baby for the rest but, but of your not, life. It's not long enough to move in with them, which is temp- which can end. It's not long enough to marry them, which can end. And, and a baby means that you are fused with this person for the rest of that of, of that child's life well, at least till they're 18 yeah i mean but you got to see them in all the graduations they get married the yeah. you know every little thing that happens with this kid the grandkids yeah. all of it it's all you're all fused together forever and ever so uh yep. i i oh god <sighs> okay so finally so, the bulk of the show was the triplets and v and ashley v and ashley now this okay this, this was even this, grosser. this was even grosser the scene opens up okay v is in the bathroom on the toilet pooping mm-hmm. and and tells says you know i because uh, ashley's in the other room and she's she wants to walk over into the bathroom to talk to her and she's like are you pooping and she's like yeah or you know yeah and then so so V is on the toilet. She's got a vape pen <laughs> next I didn't to see her. That. I didn't yeah, see the vape on pen. the counter next to the toilet, she has a vape pen and a glass of wine. <laughs> so she's settling in. This is her Friday night plan. Yes, she is settling in, and she's got her cell phone <laughs> in one hand. <laughs> I, I, and you and her pants are that she is on she her pants really truly are pulled They're down she, you can she was, see you can yes. kind of see her midriff from yes, the side yes so this was not this, this was real, real. This, this is real really this is real. not staged this is real and so ashley comes into the bathroom and kind of like well sits, sits stands on the, in the floor do- no no the she goes and she's in the doorway She's like, okay, well, mercy flush or, or you know, like flush first or something or spray and then I'll come and sit. I'm like, you couldn't have waited. You could not have waited until V finished pooping. Finished doing her but, thing. But you know what? Now that you described the wine and the other thing, <laughs> I bet you anything, Ashley's been waiting like hours. It sounds like. And she's, she's like, like, are you done yet? I can't wait. We need to film. <laughs> we, we need to film this scene. We're on a schedule. Oh, the, the producers are kind of like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I mean. Oh, and the producer. Yeah. Obviously, the cameraman is yes, right there yes. in the doorway with with Ashley Oh my gosh! That and, Oof, and, and, they, boy. and they're it, they're just doing this like it is nothing. I don't, and I don't, and I don't think it is much for them. So, but we learn that you know Demetrius is still not happy. Ashley feels bad about everything. Um, but the big thing this week is is that Ashley has no father, and they have an appointment next week. So she's got to step on it and find, she's got to find that sperm. Well, yeah, V says, now who's going to be the pappy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so V, or uh, Ashley offers up her ex-boy, her ex-on and off boyfriend for the last 10 years, yes. Terrence. Yes. And V is not happy about this. She does not like Terrence. She says he's arrogant, controlling, condescending, and he has no neck. <laughs> She really doesn't. Yeah, like she him. does not like him. And and you know, I mean, for rightful reason, it sounds like Terrence and Ashley were on and off for a long time. It sounds like maybe they were trying to have a baby together. Mm-hmm. Then her fibroids got bad. I think she went in for the surgery. And I think that during that time, Terrence was not around, not supportive, and just kind of it sort of petered out. And it was very, very, I think, very painful for Ashley. Um, and. But and so now it's almost like she's sort of stuck on this thing of, well, I was trying with him before. I should keep trying, you know. Right. She says, I want my baby from him. Like, yeah, she has 
in her mind that, you know, they were supposed to have a baby together. Yeah. And but for having the hysterectomy, you know, they would have had this baby. And so now she wants her yes. baby. She's yes. fixated on this. Um, but they're unsure if Terrence wants still wants the baby <laughs> because no one's really talked to poor Terrence about any of that. So a uh, Ashley and V go to meet Terrence and um and we meet Terrence who does he has a little bit of a neck. I, I felt like I didn't, you know, yeah. I, I I mean listen, Terrence said some really mean things, but I don't think Terrence was really that insane. I mean, I, I really kind of felt like you know, he was just like, What is going on here? What's happening? You know, we're not even together. Yeah. Know? And he's, I think, was it he, he said, I think, I don't know if it was him who said this, like, is he just going to be a sperm donor or does mm-hmm. she actually want to be with him? And Terrence says, you know, this is a big responsibility. Uh, she wants a baby, but they don't even have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then Ashley's like, oh, no, no. You know, I, I love him and I want to be a family. Um which I don't really believe. I think she's just saying that. Well, no. And then, and, and then, um, Terrence says exactly what Demetrius says. I think like he said, Ashley wants to have a bat, a baby with V. Right. Those two want to have a baby together. Like, you know, there's no, there's no need for me. And, um, which is not wrong. And it's funny too, because right. Like, V even V is saying too, these two need to work on their relationship before they do this. And Terrence is like, well, we need to work on our relationship and we need to talk. Like even just when you come and ask me, mm-hmm. it's not just you, it's you and V. Yeah. And he says that um, V is pissing him off because, you know, she she's being very overbearing. And yeah, it's like, this isn't about he and Ashley. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, Ashley and V. And he says that he um, doesn't want her carrying his child. Yeah. And then, you know, he smartly, you know, ultimately says no. Yeah. He, he can't have a baby with Ashley and and V. Or, or have a baby with someone that, that he's not even with. And he thought they were going to get together and have a drink or a meal tonight. <laughs> and then this is what's happening. Yeah. But he really puts his foot in his mouth when he says, why do you care? You're not even carrying it, which was really, I thought, mean. Very, very, well, very, I didn't very mean. Get the sense that he meant it in a malicious way. It just, it didn't come out right. Yeah, it was insensitive. It was very insensitive, but... and he really hurt her because she gets up and she's obviously very upset. Yeah, and then he kind of has this attitude of like, and then V goes to follow her, and then he's just like, well, oh well, you know. Guess you I'll know? go now. Guess I'll go. Okay, bye bye, everybody. Yeah, I mean that was i don't know what they did they really think he was gonna be like oh sure you know i'll just i'll do this yeah so i don't know where are they gonna yeah why don't why doesn't she just get a sperm donor yeah yeah a lot easier it would be and 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 i think that but i think that ashley obviously still has feelings for terrence yeah and i think that this is her way you know i think that this sort of checks all these boxes right Mm -hmm. which is we're on the show we have the storyline i'm gonna get this baby i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and listen i i feel awful for her i'm sorry she had the hysterectomy it sounds like you know it was it's it's really really terrible and at the same time it's like you have two girls like two boys she has two daughters that's why she wants a boy. No, it's the other way around. She has two boys. She wants a daughter. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, I mean, either way, it's either a little way. Bit and like, also, you're not guaranteed to have it. 
Well, I feel well, like I guess I now they like, yeah. I guess now they can they can tell the sex of these embryos. But, but God, that's do they really have the money for this? Do you yeah, know how expensive know. that is to do all that? Well, and and so maybe the show's paying for it. But the thing is, is that there are women out there who you know would love to have one child, yeah. no matter what the gender. And it's a little bit of like you have these two boys, so love them and mm-hmm. appreciate what you have. Listen, I have a son, but I also have Layla. Yeah. And I, you know, she's my niece. And so I get all my girl time right there. Like, go go find a niece or a girl that you can hang out with. Yeah. Focus on. Yeah. Focus on the kids you have. I I, don't. Yeah. I don't don't like this. I'm sure they need they can use all kids can use more attention. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is just awkward. So were there any. Did we get any scenes from next week? I can't remember. No, I feel like we did. I feel like I saw the scene with the wisdom teeth thing, I think was in the okay. next week. I think there's, we see the scene where Jessica, <laughs> Jessica's ex, is it Josh or Mike? I can't remember his name, is the one that said, that is crazy. You just want to have a child. You're going to bring a child in this world because, yeah. and then her child is sitting over there and has has no idea. So Jessica's child turns around and goes, what? Oh, God. You know, it's just, I mean, really, Jessica, you couldn't have waited until your kid was out of the room to have this conversation? Oh, that's, <sighs> that's, I don't like yeah. that. Got these poor kids. I know that's the thing. When you see these kids on these shows, mm-hmm. like, witnessing this craziness. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, it's a short episode, but oh boy, yeah, this, good, it was good. Extreme uh, Sisters did, is. Did they have a, a preview about the triplets? Or oh, I know there was a scene where Donna showed up. Oh um, yes, to go. They had some appointment to go look at a restaurant space or do or something. To have a meeting about. Have it. a meeting, and the girls are you know still asleep, and, and she's pissed off about it, and and then leaves, and it's a little bit of like the girls are just gonna go right back. They don't and, care. They don't care. They don't, they don't want, want to open a vegan restaurant with no. you, Donna. I'm sorry. No. They don't. You're out of luck, Donna. Well, You're going to have to find another investor. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know what? I think it's the money, but I think it's beyond that, where it's like one person gets their bee in a bonnet about something, one aspect, one, one person in a couple or whatever it is, and that they, they can't possibly do it on their own, mm-hmm. right? I think Donna's afraid to open a restaurant by herself. Yeah. And so... The only way she can, you know, do it is to convince the girls. And I think this gives her a really good excuse not to do this thing that she really wants to do, but she's very afraid to do. Just keep blaming the girls. Mm -hmm. Well, the girls wouldn't be there for me. The girls didn't show up to the meeting. The girls didn't do this. So therefore, I didn't have to. I didn't open my vegan restaurant. My dreams are dashed. It's like Donna. It's on you, honey. Well, and also at the same time, she's criticizing the girls about how worthless they are. So why do you want to go into business? Yeah, you're right. You know, there is a lot of that. But it's just this weird thing where the family's like, we've got to we've got to have structure for them. They've got to have structure. They've got to have this. They've got to have that. And it's like and I say this when parents call me all the time about their kids. I say to them, well, are they asking you for money? No. Are are you paying their rent or anything? No. Are you paying for anything that they're doing? And usually the parents are like, oh, they're on my cell phone plan, but I don't really care about that. And it's like, so what's the problem? Yeah. You know, if your kid if your kid is completely supporting themselves, not hurting anyone, what do they want them to do? Well, a lot of my clients get very similar to this, where either the kid has the kid isn't working full time because they got a bunch of money from COVID and the stimuluses and all that. Because a lot of young people 
who got laid off and a lot of young people got laid off during COVID lived off of, you know, maybe moved back home and lived mm-hmm. with a parent. But a lot of them like lived in their own apartments and had a bunch of savings. And and then this I'm thinking about this this one couple in particular that were they both got on the phone with me and I was just like, oh, God, uh, I know. And it was a consultation. I wasn't even charging them. But sometimes I get people where I'm like, I can fix this for, I can solve this particular problem during this consultation. So I'll do this for you, which is, and they were freaked out about their son, but their son was paying his own rent. He was doing his own stuff. He wanted to be an artist. And he was, and he had like a bunch of different little jobs. But they didn't want him to be an artist. Yeah, it was almost kind of like, because they were so used to, you know, you graduate from college, you get a job, maybe you move jobs, that's fine. And you figure things out, but you have this nine to five and you, and you have a lifelong career yes, that you do you, your whole and you have security life. and yeah. benefits and all these other kinds it doesn't of exist anymore. And it, yeah. And that's the thing it, because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, you know, young people are saying, okay, you know, there is no pension at the end of this. There is no retirement package. So I'm going to live my life how I want to live it. And I'm going to work a lot of odd jobs. I'm going to travel. I'm going to, you know, maybe not, I'm going to sublet a lot and not really have a home base. And, and that's, that was the issue with the parents. They were worried that their kid was, you know, depressed and melting down because he didn't have these things. And I was like, well, does he leave the house? Yes. Does he have friends? Yes. He has a girlfriend. Yes. I'm like, He's doing again, great. <laughs> again, he sounds yeah. great, you know, but I do. I get a lot of parents well, who yeah, just don't is, understand this stuff. Yeah. And this on the show, this is the classic clash between the old school yes. and the new generation. Because the... you got these old school Italian parents yeah. and grandparents who are like, yeah, you you're supposed to do things a certain way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know, because like whenever my daughter gets at all like you know, worked up about anything having to do with working or career. I'm like, you know what? Don't give the rest of your life mm-hmm. to work. You know? Yeah. Right now, do what makes you happy. Travel. Yeah. Like travel, travel, God, travel, I wish I had travel more. Um, yeah. Do all that stuff because you can always get a job. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is, and this is one of the things that I'm, I'm sad. I was really, one thing I was really jealous of with young people during the pandemic was the fact that it was like some, I had some clients that, or people that they knew that would they would tell me about like they would go and rent a house in Colorado, like in Denver for a month and like live life there, you know, Austin, Texas for mm-hmm. a month, you know, Miami for a month here for a oh, month. Sounds great. And and that just sounded like, wow, to be able to live and be and work and live in a city, but you don't have to commit to it. You can mm-hmm. leave in a little bit of time. You can stay if you like it longer. You can go that freedom, that flexibility. I mean, I was, you know, my first career working in Hollywood, it was it's very different now, but it was chained to a desk mm-hmm. Get up every, you know, nine, nine 30 to six 30 chained to a desk. One to two is lunch, you know, gotta be back by two, um, you know, or you're in trouble. You know, it was very much and people watching you constantly, mm-hmm. you know, you, there are no cell phones, no internet, no nothing. You just worked and worked and worked. And it was, you know, in the world that we live in today, sorry, what was so hard about what was happening back when I was young was that if you, if you decided, okay, I'm going to take some time off and travel, it really, you had to kind of stop your career. You had to stop working or take time right, off. No one was going to give you yeah. two months, three months off. Yes. You'd lose your job. Yes. So no one was going to give you, there were no sabbaticals unless yeah. you were a teacher, you know, and professor, there was none of that. So w- it would have been impossible. And I never made enough money to even have enough money to travel. Right. But 
even if I made a bunch of money, like I would have to have quit that job Mm -hmm. and then traveled and then come back and find another job. What's so amazing about the world that we live in today is, is that you can go travel. You can go do whatever you want. I mean, you might have to work odd hours because you're in Paris and everybody's right. back you here in the still, Bay Area. You can still but work. You can still work yeah. and make a living. And a lot of people are traveling. I have a lot of clients that are traveling in a way where they're going to one area, like one part of Spain and mm-hmm. like there for weeks and weeks and weeks mm-hmm. and really getting, you know, into the culture and into the people and not that kind of like two days in Barcelona, two days in Madrid, right. Mer- Madrid thing. Um And that's what's unique and special is that you can continue to work. But again, the older generations have a hard time because it wasn't what they did. Right. And they're and again, I think it's every parent's fear is right. It's like the biggest fear is always losing your child. But the second one is they're not going to leave the house. You know, they're not going to launch. They're not going to be productive adults. I think that's the core of it. Right. Which is for these parents this is what a productive adult does is this. And it's but like, their well, kid was a productive adult. He I is, mean, but not in the way they thought. So right. in their mind, it was like, he's struggling because he's not working full time and he's not, um, he's not building something in a, you know, he's not putting money into an, a Roth IRA. Yeah. Right. They, that was in their minds. That's their definition of it. And it's like, no parents need to, shift their expectations and ask yourself these questions. If your kid is supporting themselves, if they're happy, you know, if you talk to them and they're happy and healthy, and if you're not getting slapped with bills or anything like that for what they're doing, then you got to let them live. It doesn't matter. Right. It, they're adults. It's yeah. their life. Yeah. You know, they can do with it what they want and they have to learn for themselves. And that's the thing. You also can't tell a young adult much. If, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, it's hard. Like They'll listen to you to a certain point, but then they have their own yeah. ideas and that's fine. You know, as long as you got to learn, that's how you learn yeah. by making mistakes. And well, they'll learn to me. They listen to me, their therapist. And and I say this to parents a lot. I said, you know what? I may say the exact same things that you say. They'll just hear it from exactly. me. Exactly. They'll hear it from yeah. me. They won't hear it from you. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to take advantage of these these parents and work with a kid who doesn't even need it or want it. Right. You know what I mean? Because well, I get want parents, it is the number one yeah, thing. I, I mean, get parents constantly like reaching out, wanting to talk to me, wanting this, wanting that and like wanting to get their parent with their kids in in coaching or therapy or something like that. And I'm always like, well, does your kid want to do it? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what are you supposed well, why to am do I with here? that? You know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, and I've and it doesn't work. Trust me. It doesn't work when the kid doesn't want to do it. Lots of kids do. They, the kids usually are, you know, there are some that are like, OK, yeah, I want help. I want I, you know, I need help getting a job or I need help doing this or mental health issues or whatever it is. But but yeah, if if your kid doesn't want to do it, they're not going to do it. No. And they're just going to waste your money. So, well, there you go. You got yeah, a free you got a, a free little parenting coaching <laughs> session here at the yes, end. Yes. So hopefully you get, get a. Few nuggets, uh, few nuggets out of there. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, please, if you like this podcast, if you've made it this long, please uh, give us a five star review and even write us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And even better is subscribing. Please subscribe. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell another friend. And tell your friends. Please subscribe. Um, so, and I think that's it. Yeah. All right. We'll see All you right. next time. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.